welcome to Shiny New Clients, the marketing podcast that helps you attract shiny new clients to your business. We'll talk about social media, what makes people buy, how to go viral, and marketing psychology, all in 20 minutes or less. Whether you're a coach, a stylist, or a wedding planner, if you've got a service-based business to sell, this is the show you need to fill your calendar. I'm Jenna Warner, your new marketing coach, and this is Shiny New Clients. Here's how you are going to make mad money in Q2 of this year. It is Q1. It is January. It is the perfect time to set yourself up for Q2. Now, if you're listening to this episode and you're like, it is not January. In fact, Jenna, it is Q3, whatever. Think about the next quarter. All you need to do is be thinking about the next quarter because what we're about to talk about is setting future you up for so much freaking success using strategic organic social media content. Right now, you have the opportunity to go into growth mode, baby. This summer, I went into growth mode hard. What I mean by that is I didn't focus on selling at all. I focused on increasing my visibility to serve my launch I had coming up in September. My whole goal, I wrote a little post-it note on my computer and it said the goal is growth. The goal is to get new eyeballs. You need to be posting three types of content in order to grow on social media and get clients from your content. You need growth content, nurture content, and sales content. The growth content is all about getting new people looking at you. The nurture content is about making those people fall in love with you. And then the sales content is about converting all of those wonderful people that you've drawn into your community and selling them something that they want or need. In a typical strategy, you're doing all of these three things all the time. Like you probably have people at all different points in your funnel following you. You have some people that just got here, some people that have been kicking around for a while, and probably some past clients too. So it makes sense that you'd want your content to speak to all three types of people at the same time. But every now and then, a big giant growth push can be one, fun, get you loving the platform again, Open your mind up to experimentation and different kinds of content and discovering magic and figuring out what really works for you and where you really shine, and it serves future you in sales. Actually, I had a client go through Magic Marketing Machine and have this crazy exponential growth. Right now, she has over 200,000 followers. I think she just celebrated a million-dollar win in her business, and she wrote a post in the Magic Marketing Machine private Facebook group for all of our members talking about the things she did to have that explosive growth, and I loved how she put it. One thing she wrote was she went into beast mode. She threw everything at it. She dedicated herself to this growth. She went hard and now she is experiencing the rewards of that effort and that experimentation and that energy. For myself, when I went into beast mode this summer, it ended up culminating in a viral video, a few viral videos, and a $10,000 day in my business. If you decide right now you're going to focus on growth, you're going to stop focusing on sales if you have the luxury to do so, focus on growth, focus on new eyeballs, then when you get to Q2, it's less likely that you're going to feel like you're treading water. You can have all of this attention, all of this visibility, and then you can focus on posting nurture content to earn the trust and sell to those people that you have attracted. 
In order to have successful growth content on social media, you need to deeply understand who your ideal client is. This is one of the first things that I work on with program members when you join Magic Marketing Machine. We wanna know who your ideal client is and understand them, what they need, what they want from you. And then it's all about experimentation on the different ways that you can create content that they love to interact with. It's so common that folks will make a post, it'll do so well, and then you'll feel like you're not allowed to post that again. You're not allowed to use those same words. You're not allowed to use that same tactic. It feels like everybody's eyeballs are on you and everyone knows you're just going to be repeating yourself. But if you assess a lot of the biggest accounts out there on social media, that's actually precisely what they're doing. They're finding out what works and then doing it again and again and again. Same with your messaging. When you crack the code on your messaging, and what converts your audience and what words when you say them a certain way make them go, yes, I need to work with that person. You repeat that messaging. And then marketing and business becomes a game of tuning into what your ideal clients resonate with and giving them more and more and more of it. And this repetition is sort of on like a high level, but it's also on like a a literal level. So I made a video where I was peeling ginger, posing a hypothetical question, and then talking a little bit about my social media methodology. Turns out I was peeling ginger wrong, and I got about a million comments telling me I was peeling ginger wrong. I also had a bunch of people respond to my question that was hypothetical. I thought it was obvious. It clearly wasn't. So all these people are responding to my hypothetical question, commenting on how poorly I'm peeling this ginger. I got a bazillion comments, which made the video take off. And it currently has like 3.5 million views. So I didn't stop there. I repeated that process. I repeated the video formula. Was it the rhetorical question that worked or was it that I was peeling something wrong that made the video work? I promptly made a video where I was peeling an apple with a butcher's knife. Now that one didn't take off on TikTok, but on Instagram, it absolutely took off. I think it got like hundreds of thousands of views. So what did I do? I repeated the formula a third time. Now, because I knew I was intentionally in growth mode, this became fun for me. Sometimes when you go viral, it can be very stressful because you feel like you have to live up to that expectation. You feel like the video you follow up, you're one that did well. Even if you like only got a few thousand views, but that's a lot for you, it can be very stressful. It can be a bit of a head game. You feel like you have to beat that one. Again, you feel like everybody's eyes are on you. But when you approach this like an experiment, it becomes fun again. I was having a time and a half making these ridiculous videos. And then I pushed the envelope even further. I peeled a carrot with an ax while repeating generally the same video formula just to see what would happen. And what happened was my friends and and connections thought it was hilarious. The videos didn't take off. I think I got a little bit too extreme, but I didn't even care that they didn't get as many views as the other ones because I thought it was so funny and people were like having really good time watching it. They were enjoying the content. They were laughing about it. They were laughing at me. It was a fun moment. One of my core values is fun. And when people come and work with me, we make it fun. Fun, I once heard fun described as an industry advantage. And I just thought that was like so clever. I really think it's true. If you're opening a magazine and it seems like the editor was bored to tears when they were putting that magazine together or that their only focus was to sell you something, you're probably going to close that magazine and put it away. You want to be entertained. You want to have a good time. And that doesn't mean that you need to be ridiculous and 
peel vegetables with tools that belong outside in the garage. It doesn't mean mean you need to be silly. It doesn't mean you need to be funny. There is plenty out there that entertains us that isn't goofy or silly. You also do Sudoku puzzles. You also buy encyclopedias. You also research random topics and go down rabbit holes on Wikipedia. You also watch the evening news. You also listen to business podcasts. There's all sorts of ways to entertain your audience and sort of redefine what entertain means. What does it mean for you? What does it mean for your brand? And most importantly, what does your ideal client want to interact with on social media? And can you make more of that? Go into growth mode, have a good time, and set yourself up for a five-figure, six-figure, seven-figure Q2. I know you can. You absolutely can. If you want to know more about the proven Instagram strategy my clients use inside Magic Marketing Machine, there is a free training in the show notes called How to Get Clients from Instagram Without Wasting Hours Glued to Your Phone. That's free. Go watch that. Meantime, I'll see you in the next one.